There is science, logic, reason. There's thought verified by experience. And then there's California. Welcome to the Frank with Money Podcast. I am Frank B. Martone, your host, and I'm not your average money guy. And why do I say that? It's because we are having real, honest, and frank discussions here. Money, business, finance, life, everything you guys could imagine. I started off that this podcast with that quote by an author named Edward Abbey. You may or may not be familiar with him. I wasn't. But I found that quote to be hysterical. You know why? Because we are going to talk about California's new proposed wealth tax today. That is right. Yep. Took them long enough, but they finally did it. The headline on Forbes today is California legislators propose a a 0.4% wealth tax plus plus a 16.8% income tax rate. And as if you couldn't imagine the income tax rate going up already, I believe it was uh, 13.3%, yep, uh, is their top tax rate right now. And it's going to climb another three points or so. Crazy, right? Well, on top of that, like I said, they're going to add a little bit of a wealth tax. That's right. A wealth tax, they claim, is going to be on a certain amount of people. And that certain amount of people says... It will be on all net worth above $30 million. Now, of course, there's a certain amount of people in California that have $30 million net worth or more. And they claim that's going to be applied to just, just, right? I love how they say, oh, it's not going to affect everybody. Well, I'm going to get into that. But they say it's only going to affect... 30,400 Californians raising approximately $7.5 billion annually. The tax takes into account all assets and liabilities held by an individual globally capturing the immense levels of accumulated wealth by the top 0.1% of Californians. Isn't that great? Various public employee and union groups are predictably, predictably... behind the bill. Well, of course. Yep, because they're trying to make money just like anybody else, including the top 0.1% that everybody is trying to attack. But I digress. So why am I bringing this up? Well, a lot of people like to attack the 1%, right? It's rhetoric. It's propaganda. It's, It's a way for people to gather themselves, you know, the 99% movement people claim. Well, they want to attack how the how they talk about they want to attack the 1%, right? Make them pay their fair share. Well, let me show you some interesting, intriguing statistics. That is right. Now, I know Mark Twain or or one of those guys said that there are three lies, lies, damn lies and statistics. But when it comes to taxes and a credible source like the Tax Foundation or any of these other guys that are that actually post legitimate statistics on this, we're gonna give you the straight facts. So taxes, right? In in the US, 
In 2016, 140 million taxpayers reported 10.2 trillion in adjusted gross income and paid 1.4 trillion on that for individual taxes. Okay. The top 50% of all taxpayers paid 97% of all income taxes individually, while the bottom 50% paid the remaining 3%. And even further, the top 1%, which is under attack by California and the whole country, paid a greater share of individual income taxes than the bottom 90% combined. And that share was 37.3%, right? And the top 1% of taxpayers paid a 26.9% individual income tax rate, which is more than seven times higher than taxpayers in the bottom 50%, which was 3.7%. Okay. So what's going to happen if they, if California institutes this increase on individual income tax? I think they're going to, they're going to be out. They're going to be gone. And we already see that. We see just in this period of the last few months, people are leaving because of the virus, maybe because of taxes or just how the state is run so horribly. And what I think is going to happen is you're going to lose a majority of those high paying, you know, horrible people that are making so much money, right? <laughs> Crazy how they, how they depict that, huh? Those horrible people, man, they're providing for their families, right? And creating jobs for people. Terrible, terrible thing, right? So, the funny thing is about this is that as California keeps grabbing money from these people, first of all, they don't realize that people might leave eventually. And if they do, they covered their asses there too because you know what they said? They said for the next 10 years, if even if you're not living in the state, you're going to have to pay taxes. That was part of this bill. And I mean, just knowing that, do, do you think that's going to lead to anything problematic i mean if i were there in california right now i'd be gone I, i'd out like that i would have left years ago if i were there but thank god i'm not so anyway if they're proposing a 10-year thing now don't you think that they might start <laughs> going down the road of a lifetime tax if you lived in the state for a day let's say or, or however long they might say you know if you live here for a year you're going to have to pay taxes for the rest of your life. That's the, that's the slippery slope. That's the slippery slope that it's going to lead to eventually, I think, in my view. And so with that, would anybody want to live there? Would anybody with money voluntarily go to California? Or if you're trying to make money, would you try to do it in California? How could you do it? How could you do it, first of all, with a 16 what was it 16.8% tax rate an individual tax rate that they proposed so, yeah 16.8% can you imagine can you imagine being taxed on that let's say you make a million dollars a year right right off the bat state income tax 168,000 okay now you got about what 830,000 can't do the exact math all the time my head but federal income tax they're probably going to take at least, what? what's the highest bracket right now? 37%. Okay, so take, let's say a little bit over a third of 800000 
Uh, that's pretty close to, what is that, 260, 275,000, something like that. Okay, well, that leaves you with half a million. Right off the bat, you lost half your money to, to taxes. Then, if you're a business owner, you got to pay Social Security tax, you got to pay Medicare tax, you got to pay self employment tax. If, you're, if you are a business owner, if you're an entrepreneur uh, running your own companies, so you're just, by the time you make that million dollars, man, you'd be lucky if you walked out with 40% of that, 40%. Unbelievable, unbelievable stuff. Then you're going to get hit with capital gains taxes. You're going to get hit with dividends taxes. You get my point. You're going to get hit with every single thing possible because of this government, state government, federal government. Most importantly is the state government right now because they're figuring out how to get people, how to attack these people, and it's scary. And so my biggest concern right now, as as we know, if you don't know already, although I was telling you before about how the top 1% pays a lot, factually pays a lot of, a, a good chunk of taxes, whether it's in states um, or even cities or just the country in general, they pay a good chunk of it. And so the next part of that is the middle class. And as we all know, the middle class always gets screwed. Let's say that, right? <laughs> if we see throughout history, we see you know bailouts, we see taxes, in tax increases. The middle class always gets hit with this. Gets hit with this. You know, you, you could always say how, oh, the top 1%, there's always loopholes. Well, it's because they, they run the country. There's a great saying that um, that my father says a lot and, and that I've heard for years is that he who has the gold makes the rules. And another variation of that is that he who has the gold rules. And, and it's true. And so the task code was basically and has continued to be constructed for the purpose of finding these loopholes. And it's for the people that are running this country. And not just politicians, but people that are in the pockets of politicians. That's the truth. And so part of that is me thinking ahead. Okay. Now let's say California does... I'm not going to say miraculously because it's not miraculous that California passes these ridiculous laws. But let's say they do pass this law, which is very feasible in a not-so-friendly tax state, right? Let's say they pass this law. And let's just say that half of the people that this applies to, the 30,000 that they claim that this applies to, let's say 15,000 of those people leave the state of California, right? 50%. And just like we were saying earlier, about how the top 1% paid 37% of the taxes in this country altogether. That's going to be a big hit to California's revenue, is it not? And as we know, California loves to spend. How is that going to affect the middle class? California say, oh, this is only going to affect 30,000 people. Well, is it really? I don't think so. It might te uh, technically affect them short term. It might affect these 30,000 people short term. But what's going to happen 
when all that tax revenue is gone, and we know that they're raising tax revenue not for paying uh, all their debts, but to increase their debt, to increase their budget size. Is it really going to affect just those 30,000 people? I don't think so. I don't think so. And so, what's going to be the next step? Well, maybe we'll go to the top 1%. And right here they say that um, they're proposing it on the top uh, 0.1% of taxpayers, right? Well, they might say, okay, we're going to go to the next 1%. And then we're going to go to the next 2% and 5% and 10%. And then by the time you know it, this is going to increase taxes overall on the middle class. And so people that don't think that this is going to apply to them, be careful. Because I know it is. I know it's going to lead to this. And you know it eventually too that it's going to lead to this. It's going to lead to big problems. California is clearly increasing this tax all these taxes, the wealth tax, the uh, individual income tax, because guess what? Like I said earlier, they want to spend it all. They want to spend it all. They're not doing it to pay off their debts. These cities are already bankrupt for the most part, and it's just getting worse. And so as they look for these alternate sources of revenue, whether it's constitutional or not, they're just going to keep spending it. They're going to keep spending all this money and they're just going to keep doing it until eventually they don't have a group to tax. But the middle class will always be taxed. A lot of people put people in power who raise taxes. And the people that are raising taxes right now have been in power for years. And people in the middle class are probably the ones that are voting for them. I mean... For the most part, the reason I say that is because the middle class is the largest class of all. And so my point in that is that you have more people within the middle class that are voting these people in to tax the hell out of them. Does that make any sense? It's like voting for politicians that are making your lives worse. They are padding their pockets. They are... Sending this money to God knows where, to what organizations, to what people. I mean, it it just, it does not make any sense. And it's eventually going to hit the middle class. Just like any of these taxes or any of these laws that they put in and they claim that, oh, we're attacking, we're attacking the middle, uh, sorry, not the middle class. We're we're attacking the upper class. We're attacking the 1%. Us 99% have to stick together, they say. Well, you 99% are going to be the ones that are taxed because the, the top 1%, anybody, forget the top 1%, anybody that has money is going to figure out a way to not have to pay taxes. And they find it legally. There are legal ways to do it. And you talk about all these loopholes. Well, it, loopholes, if they're not closed, they're open. And if they're open, it means they're legal, Right. Isn't that what a loophole is? And you might say, well, there are illegal loopholes. Well, that would not be, obviously, a way to pay taxes legally. But you guys get the point in that this is a war. This is a war on not just, it might be a short-term, temporary war on the top 1%, but this is a war on taxpayers and citizens in general. 
I fully, firmly believe that. It's shown throughout history. The middle class always gets hits, gets hit with this. And the middle class shrinks because they have hardly any money in the first place. You know, uh, we see these stats all the time, whether I believe them or not, is that most people don't have $400 for emergency savings. And, and, and I, whether the number is right or wrong, ballpark, it's probably true. People do not have money, especially right now. They don't have money on them. They don't have money to just pay for emergencies like that or, or anything. Now, they have credit cards and everything that they just keep racking up debt on. But that's a different story. They, they do not have cash because the cash that they make is taxed immediately. And then we're told, oh, yeah, we could go out and get uh, credit cards and take out student loans and we'll only pay, we'll give you 15% or, or sorry, 15 months free interest. And then, and then after that, you got to pay 15%. It makes no sense, guys. It's crazy. It's craziness. And, and so I, the big takeaway that I want you guys to take from this is that this is a war. This is an attack from states like California, from states like New York, who are begging the wealthy, by the way, to come back. It's funny how they do that, huh? They, they tax people, they tax these wealthy people like crazy. And they wonder why they leave. They wonder what, what happened. Oh, don't worry, come back. We'll take care of you. I mean, really? <laughs> I, I can't help but laugh. It's just crazy, guys. And just the awareness of this, a lot of people do not have the awareness that states... That counties, that cities now, cities are imposing all these taxes. But every government, the purpose of government right now is to increase revenue. It's just a constant, constant, constant increase in revenue. And so seeing that, you're going to ask yourself, well, where are they going to get that revenue? There's going to be a point where they could, they stop printing because can't use, can't do that. We all know what happens when we print money at exorbitant rates. So what are we going to do? We're going to tax the shit out of people. And who are those people? Well, right now it's going to be the, the top one percenters. Yeah. But down the road, this is what the politicians don't want to tell you, is that it's going to hit you. It's going to hit you. Even if you're in the top 5%, even if you're in the top 10%, whatever you're at, they are going to come after you. And it's your job to figure out how to avoid this. So my best advice right now, don't go to California. Don't go to New York. Don't go to any of these states where you fully know that your pocketbook is going to get hit by these states that run horribly, that are run horribly, that run themselves into debt. And that, frankly... Do not care about you. You know, I talked about this in my previous podcast. That the government doesn't care about you. They might, they're sending you $1,200 checks, which are your, that's your money in the first place anyway. But they're talking about, oh yeah, we, we care about you and everything. They got the CARES Act. And if you guys want to listen to that, this might be a good primer into what I'm going to keep talking about. Because this is just an attack constant attack on the people on their money and what do we need most right now go ahead say it. money 
Money. Money is what we need most right now. Whatever you're doing, money is the tool. And we see that especially now. We got one in three Americans unemployed. We got people that are living in the streets. We got people that are killing themselves. Why? Because unemployment skyrocketing. There's a story, that, and there's plenty of stories on this, that for every percentage point that the unemployment rate rises, the suicide rate also rises. And I fully believe that. You already have people that hate their jobs that are make at least making money from that. And, the, and the, honestly, they people just do not enjoy their lives. We have plenty of people. We have tens of millions of people that are unfortunately doing that. And so you take away their job, which is probably the only thing they have to do whatever they want after their job, after their nine to five. What's going to happen? People go into massive depressions. And this is not just because of the virus. We see this over time, over history, that whenever the unemployment rate goes up, suicide rate goes up. And it's incredibly unfortunate. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable, really. But we're going to end up seeing that when people are attacked, people are attacked on their money, on their livelihood, their ability to provide for themselves, for their families, for their loved ones, for their community. They're not going to have the money to do it. And where's that going to leave California? It's not going to leave them in a good spot. That's my view. And so, guys, this was one of my longer podcasts. Thanks for sticking with me. This is a very, very important topic that people need to hear and listen to and wake up and realize that we need to push back on this. Stop electing leaders that are directly impacting your finances, your money, your life. That's what we're doing. That is what we're doing. And so always, guys, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the Franklin Money Podcast. And I'll talk to you soon.